Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I'm your host today. Thanks so much for finding some time out of your busy day to spend with me. If you're an entrepreneur, you've probably heard people say, just do what you do best in the business and outsource the rest of it. Um, That's not quite so easy for us to think about doing because as an entrepreneur, uh, we like to make sure that we've got our fingers in, in everything. Well, sometimes that's not necessarily the best business approach. I recently read an article. The title of the article was Focus on What You Do Best. It said, When it comes to small businesses, the owner is generally the visionary. No one can grow your business better than you can. However, there are many accountants who can oversee your financial situation better than you can. Therefore, doing your own accounting might actually be a waste of your valuable time and perhaps even a costly mistake. So we want to find those people as an entrepreneur and as a business owner. We want to find those people that we surround ourselves with. Well, today we're going to be talking to Max Emma. And Max is the CEO of Bookskeeping Corporation and Franchise. Bookskeeping offers bookkeeping services to a variety of businesses nationwide, include about 35% startups and 65% established companies. So please help me in welcoming Max to the show. Max, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good morning, Linda. It's great to be here. Well, I'm really glad that you're here because I love the concept, Max, of um, business owners understanding that they need to outsource their bookkeeping. And many times they don't know where to go and they you know, maybe a CPA is not necessarily as cost-effective. Tell me a little bit about the services that bookkeeping actually offers, and how did you get into this? Where did this idea come from, Max? Um, well, I'm an accountant by trade, and I got my degree back in 1998, worked in the industry for four years, and then started my own construction business. And that was it. From that point on, I never was employed by anybody else. I owned different businesses in different industry, consulting, services, as I said, construction. Um, and then in uh, 2011, I was looking for a bookkeeping for my uh, landscape maintenance business at a, at a time. And business was located in San Diego, California. So the way I was looking, I just created a scope of work and called uh, about 15 to 20 bookkeepers that I found on Google. It's exactly the same scope of work. I got the prices ranging from $200 to 
about $1,800 for exactly the same scope of work. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when wow. I saw that, I figured something is not right because I do understand when the difference 10, 20, 25%, but the difference between 200 and 1800, that's just too much. Right. And mm-hmm. I just started digging more research. I started doing more research and digging into what's going on. I figured out that this is a very fragmented industry. It's not centralized people naming the prices, just, I don't know where they're getting it from. And, uh, the people's qualifications is completely different. Um, and that gave me and my business partner an idea to start our own bookkeeping business. And we started playing with the name. And then the name Bookskeeping, which is Bookkeeping with an X, uh, came to our mind. We were able to trademark it. And the rest is the history. We uh, offer, right now we have clients throughout the United States. And we have multiple offices. And we have uh, our ma- main um, services are reconciliation. So we provide uh, Profit and loss, balance sheet, other financial statements for small and medium-sized businesses. All the work mm-hmm. is being done remote. Uh, we also can pay clients bills. We can create invoices as an a la carte. But again, it all starts with uh, financial statements, preparation, and reconciliation. Mm-hmm. And we have clients in different uh, um, industries. We don't have one specialty because bookkeeping is bookkeeping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, um, you know, there may be a, different categories and maybe the um, different ways you handle certain um, transactions, but it's still basically the same, isn't it, for whether it is a restaurant or whether it is a cleaning service. It's kind of the same. Absolutely. I mean, it has its uh, differences, and you need to understand the chart of accounts, but debit is always on the left and credit is always on the right. Mhm. Mhm. Absolutely. At some at what point, Max, did you say, you know, I think this is a model that we could franchise? Um, well, after about 8 years of uh doing it, uh, I just figured out that by now I've done so many mistakes that I probably can teach others what what not to do and I got so much experience that I can share with others how to do it right. Because, again, when we started the business in 2011, there weren't too many centralized bookkeeping services. Mostly it was, it still is moms and pops. Um, mm-hmm. Bookkeeping is about $4.2 billion industry in the U.S. annually. But majority of the businesses is either no employees, so maybe two to three employees. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, somebody just get certification on QuickBooks and they call themselves a bookkeeper. And another person gets an accounting degree and decides not to become a CPA and calls themselves uh, a bookkeeper. So you can Mm -hmm. see these two people, they have completely different education, experience. Um, How can you call both of them the same, but they are? Uh, That's Mm -hmm. why, uh, again, about seven or eight years of doing the business, I just sat down and said, you know what, maybe it's time to show other people how to do it. Uh, By then, we had a lot of um, policies and procedures written. I'm very big on those. And when I went through all of them, I decided that maybe I can 
start doing franchising. It took about a year of preparing the legal documents, doing the research, and that's how it all started. And also about a few years before that, bookkeeping got into franchising industry as a preferred bookkeeping vendor for um, some uh, franchise systems in the United States. And so mm-hmm. I started attending IFA shows, meeting franchisors, talking to them. I'm like, wow, that's very interesting concept. I've never thought that franchising is so big in the United States. Now mm-hmm. that uh, mm-hmm. I done research, I know that what is it, 70 or 80% of businesses that located around us are franchises, but, you know, I never thought about it before. Right, right. One of the things that I see, Max, happening is that maybe a company starts out as a mom and pop, and this still could be a franchise, just starting out husband and wife. And so the husband does the sales, maybe they, he uh, delivers the service, and then, um, you know, she stays and does all the bookkeeping and the accounting. Um, as I said at the top of the show, that can be rather costly, can't it? Because maybe she doesn't know uh, some of the, the, uh, the particulars around categorizing certain transactions, you know, that can really be very costly for someone if they don't know what they're doing. That's true. And also, in most of the companies, you don't need a full-time person to do a bookkeeping. And again, I'm talking about small one to three people uh, uh, companies. Of course, we're talking about a large corporation. The accounting department can be uh, hundreds of people. But when we're talking mm-hmm. about very small business startups, you might need two to three hours per week uh, doing bookkeeping, or maybe even two mm-hmm. to three hours per month. So if, mm-hmm. in your example, if, if a wife doing bookkeeping, uh, what is she doing the rest of the time? She is devoted right. to this business full time. I think it will be better off if she's just spending her time uh, doing marketing research or calling potential right. clients or attending uh, when we can go back to life attendance uh, networking right. events. Right, right, exactly. So when you talk about the size companies that you actually service, what is your sweet spot? What is the perfect size company that uh, can benefit most from your service? Um, actually, any size company that can uh, handle remote bookkeeping. Now, the 2020 changed our concept about the word remote. But uh, before that, a lot of clients insisted on their bookkeepers showing up at their location once a week and going through the mail and uh, doing uh, some admin work on top of accounting. When we started bookkeeping from the beginning, we decided that that's not what we're going to be doing. So we all the work been done remotely. So any size company that can handle remote bookkeeping, again, now all of a sudden people became digital and nobody wants a bookkeeper to come to their office. So it's a bit different. But our mm-hmm. sweet spot uh, is two to four employees. I would say actually okay. no employees, about four employees. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned during this time, so folks, if you're listening to this recording, it's November the 20th of 2020. 
we're still being impacted. Uh, our lives are still impacted by the pandemic. So, Max, tell me, how has this pandemic impacted the way you deliver your service and the way you work with your clients? Well, on the bookkeeping side, uh, it really hasn't uh, um, impacted us much because we've been working remotely. Uh, the only difference is that now some of our locations are closed due to the uh, health reasons and people are working from home. And that creates uh, um, an issue with internet connection and, uh, you know, just people not being in one location. But that's more logistics on our side. In terms of clients, it really hasn't impacted much. Of course, if the internet is slower, um, the work is being done slower. We're charging fixed fees, so as far as client is concerned, that's fine. I just see it internally that you know, we're not as effective as if we could be if we had it all, you know, uh, fast and, you know, like we, like we always had. Mm-hmm. So do you see that more companies are looking to outsource that bookkeeping piece of it during this time? Yes, because a lot of companies are trying to cut costs uh, any way they can and uh, bookkeeping admin and all the overhead is actually the way to do it because again what I've noticed that a lot of companies had a so-called bookkeeper who really was an admin assistant and then he or she uh, was tasked to do bookkeeping and as you mentioned before they don't understand accounting so they were making a lot of mistakes that hopefully would be caught by their CPA at the end of the year. But if they weren't, it would cost company thousands, if not tens right. of thousands of dollars. Um, right. Or they would have somebody who is brilliant accountant who is doing bookkeeping, getting paid uh, a lot of money. <laughs> CPA, but, yeah, they're getting paid CPA rates. <laughs> uh, well, probably in some cases. And then this, People were tasked to do admin work that really can be done by a part-time yeah. uh, student doing working yeah. a few hours a day. Yeah, most definitely. So let's talk a little bit now, Max, about the franchise opportunity. Um, when when you're looking for a franchisee, who are you looking for, Max? Are you looking for someone who already has accounting background like yourself? Uh, not necessarily, because uh, um, again, accounting and bookkeeping, even though it's the same industry, they're completely different uh, um, specialities. If you ask me, because accounting, you really have to understand all the accounting laws and make sure that you understand the taxes and the implications, so on and so forth. Bookkeeping, you have to know accounting principles. And if you do that, and if you understand, and you realize how uh, financial statements are tied together, you're going to be doing a good job uh, in bookkeeping. And uh, um, the way bookkeeping franchise is set up as part of uh, service, uh, the franchisors, us, are going to help our franchisees find uh, qualified uh, individuals with accounting degrees. We're going to be training Mm -hmm. them bookkeeping way. We have our internal bookkeeping university that every employee goes through before 
we let them work with clients. And after that, we will be offering their services to our franchisees. So to answer your questions, you don't have to um, be an accountant. What you have to be is actually a good communicator and somebody who is not afraid to go out and get the jobs. Because this mm-hmm. is uh, probably, in my opinion, the most difficult uh, thing that one Yes, I'm an accountant by trade, but as I mentioned, for uh, the past 20 years or so, I've been on my own running different businesses. So you don't want me to do your accounting. I do understand all the principles, but it's going to take me hours instead of minutes mm-hmm. because you know I haven't mm-hmm. done it myself for such a long time. I'm mm-hmm. the business development person. I'm not only the CEO, I'm the person who's getting the new clients, new franchisees, and then I have uh, trusted employees who are doing the work. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about um, going through Bookskeeping University, are, are those the accounting, um, the bookkeepers that go through that, or me as a franchisee, would I go through that tr- same training as well? So now Bookskeeping University has a dual concept. We started with that for all the bookkeepers who started working for Bookskeeping Corporation. But now we have a Bookskeeping University set up for our franchisees. It's a two-week process. And uh, assuming we can meet in person again, the first week is in person. And that includes everything from accounting uh, training to software training and most importantly, sales and networking training. So two days of this first week are fully dedicated to sales, cold calls, networking uh, with the live sales trainer. So it's going to be a live person in the room or now days through Zoom who will be spending time with people on this call. So if let's say we have three new franchisees signing up, they're part of the Bookskeeping University. The life coach will be with them for 16 hours. If uh, we have one franchisee, then it's going to be one-on-one. And usually this training costs a lot if you're paying out of your pocket, but this is included in our Bookskeeping University. And the second week, a franchisee goes back to their location, and then we have trainers again, but then this is on Zoom, and people are just doing the task that they have to do. They're actually practicing what they learned uh, before. And only after that, they're blessed, so to speak, to go and start uh, performing bookkeeping services and finding clients. Everybody mm-hmm. has to go through the bookkeeping university. Okay, very good. And do you encourage your franchisees to have an office or is this a home-based business? It is designed as a home-based business. That's how we um, can operate. If somebody wants to grow this business and make it bigger, then office is fine and we can help you to find the right location, help you set it up. But in my opinion, even if you have two to three employees, it's not necessary because now you can have employees anywhere in the world uh, and the clients hardly come to your office uh, to see you. It's mostly done uh, um, through the Internet. And Linda, if I can come back to who we're looking for in terms of franchisees, we're looking for a different type of people such as uh, veteran, somebody who is getting out of the military, 
and they not sure what they're going to be doing. We offer very aggressive discounts for uh, U.S. military veterans. It's 30%, which is industry usually wow. does 10, but I'm very appreciative yeah. of what they've done for the country. So we're going as much as 30% discount on franchise fees. Uh, nice. Same applies for active military spouses. So if your spouse is an active military and you're getting moved every two to three years, a lot of the time it's a challenge what kind of job you can do. Bookskeeping, actually you can just pack it with your laptop and move your business with you. That's the, the mm. beauty of it. Um, also, as you know, right now with the economical situation, a lot of people are becoming underemployed and they're looking for mm-hmm. part-time opportunities. And bookskeeping is one of them. You can definitely start your business from home. And right now, a lot of calls uh, uh, going in about help from small businesses, as we discussed earlier. So people who are underemployed, veterans, active military spouses, uh, also maybe a student who just graduated, tried to work for a corporation for a year or two, and now wants to do something on their own. So bookkeeping would mm-hmm. be a great opportunity for them as well. Mm-hmm. Now, when uh, let me understand the model uh, a little cl- more clearly, Max. So, as a franchisee, I don't really employ the bookkeepers, do I? Well, here's the here's the deal. You will have to employ them if they are located in the United States. Because with the AP5, uh, at least that's how it's called in California, you're not allowed to have uh, outside contractors doing the same work uh, uh, in this um, in this field. And uh, I'm sure, as you know, it's been a huge uh, battle in the last couple of years in the franchising industry and um, actually in all the industries because uh, states and the federal are getting really hard on businesses to do that. So if they are working in the U.S., they have to be your employees, and that's totally fine. But um, you can have somebody to perform the business outside of the United States, and then then they can be your outside contractor. So we are not employing these people. We uh, let franchisees to deal with that. If they want to find somebody in the United States, we just help them to find the right candidate. If they want to find uh, trained personnel in one of our BPO locations, which is business process outsourcing that are located outside of the United States, uh, then that's how bookkeeping can help. But uh, legally, I'm not an attorney, but as far as I know, if you employ somebody in the United States, they have to be your W-2 employees. But now, do you help the franchisees to find the bookkeepers? Yes, we do. But once we do, uh, a franchisee is managing those uh, employees. So we are not uh, managing them. We don't have like a pool of 40 people that are doing the work for 50 different franchisees. So we give a franchisee a choice of three candidates. And then once a franchisee says, you know what, I like this. It just he or she fits the most with my personality, then they handle them. So if they don't have enough work for this person, this person is you know, can be doing marketing research or doing whatever franchisee tells them to do, but they do not okay. share it with other franchises. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So you do help them find someone, and, and they are dedicated to that one franchisee. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. 
Very good. So, um, so that means that, like you said earlier, you don't really need to have an office um, unless, I guess, if you want to grow the business and you want to actually have those bookkeepers in, under one roof. Is that a way of scaling the business as well? Yeah, but you don't have to do it under one roof. A lot of the time, your bookkeepers can be working from home as well. Uh, nowadays, what's the point of getting an office if we don't know when we go right. back to the office? So right. uh, you can have as many as 20 full-time employees and have, have you know, over a million dollars a year business and everybody's still working from home. Because again, the clients, mostly don't come to the office to see uh, the bookkeepers. Mm-hmm. At least in mm-hmm. our experience of having an office, we literally might have once a month visits from a client and only mm-hmm. because it was convenient for them. The rest of the time it was Skype, uh, Zoom. So it just doesn't make sense to have an office if you don't really need one. Having said that, as I mentioned, bookkeeping, we've always been providing remote bookkeeping services. But mm-hmm. we are not limiting our franchisees. If our franchisees find um, a client who wants them to come to their location you know, once a week or twice a week, they're more than welcome to do that. It turns mm-hmm. down a lot of business opportunities because I just never wanted my employees to travel okay, this is my model. You can't be a fit for everybody. But I just know how much business we turn away, so I'm not going to do it to my franchisees. If they find a client who wants them on site two to three times a week, pay me. You know, as I'm listening to you, Max, I'm thinking this could actually be an add-on for a CPA, that um, maybe the CPA offers this service, but offers it through bookkeeping. Is is that a possibility as well? It is a possibility. We actually part of the services that bookkeeping started offering early on is so so-called white label bookkeeping services. And in a nutshell, right. what it is, it's when we do the work under CPA name and umbrella. And they package it and sell it to their clients and marking it up in a lot of cases, doubling the price that we're charging them. So it was always a good opportunity. So we do offer bookkeeping as the turnkey solution for a CPA office who just wants to, if I can say that, outsource the bookkeeping to themselves. So we help them find employees. All they have to do is just uh, manage them and their accountants. So they definitely can do that. It's uh, mm-hmm. relatively easy to do. We call it conversion uh, franchise fees, and we offer, I, I would say, also about 30% uh, discount to uh, those franchise uh, fees for conversion mm-hmm. franchises. And same goes, by so, the way, for an existing bookkeeping services who, mm-hmm. you know, they already have bookkeeping business, but they just don't know what to do next, how to take it to the next level. So that was actually going to be my next. Yeah, <laughs> that was actually going to be my next question. Is it doesn't have to be a CPA, but it could be someone that's offering a bookkeeping service that um, they no longer want to do the data entry, and they want to grow it, and they just absolutely don't know how, or they don't have the bandwidth to grow it 
and perform the work. So bookkeeping would be a great opportunity for someone to um, to tap into the power of the franchise, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Uh, Max, I tell you what, I need to take a quick commercial break, but I would love to hear a story. Do you happen to have a story that you could share our listeners? Sure. Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break. We'll be right back with more from Max Emma with Bookskeeping. Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas, by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan, whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day needs we take for granted become impossible. Jest Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted, and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation.org. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey, folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. Linda Ballesteros here, and my guest today is Max Emma, and he is the founder of Books Keeping. So, Max, when we broke for commercial break, I asked if you happen to have a story. Before you tell that story, if someone's listening and you piqued their interest, where would they find out more information about the franchise opportunity that you're offering with Bookskeeping? Well, they can always go to our website, which is bookskeepingfranchise.com. And, of course, Bookskeeping, it's spelled with an X instead of a K. So it's B-O-O-X. K-E-E-P-I-N-G franchise.com or they can call our toll-free number. The number is 855-935-2669. It's 855-935-2669. Wonderful. Um, would you mind telling us that story now? I want to, I'm, I'm interested to hear what that's going to be. Sure. Um, well, we had a request on bookkeeping site a few years ago from a law office. And when I went ahead and met with uh, one of the partners, he told me that he used to be a CPA before he went to law school uh, many years back and became an attorney. And it's a, a successful office, two partners, three or four uh, attorneys and couple supporting staff. And this partner, because he was a CPA in a previous life. He told his 
partner that, hey, I'll handle the bookkeeping. And mm. for all these years, every Sunday, he was coming to the office and doing the data entry, doing oh all the reconciliations, and doing uh, all the work himself. So according to him, and I'm quoting, his wife was pissed at him because he didn't spend time with her and the kids. The kids didn't mm-hmm. like it much, and he hated every minute of it. But since he said, hey, I'm going to handle that, um, he was doing it. Then he finally said, you know what, I'll, I'll look around. And he wasn't very successful. He didn't like uh, people who he met before. Then he met us. And I said, you know what, Scott, I'm going to be uh, charging you a fixed fee. So we gave him a price. And we actually now charging their law office less than his billing rate for one hour is. So wow. he's spending 12 hours on average, according to him, per month doing it. His billing rate is about $450 per hour because he's an attorney and he can. And we're doing all his work for about $400 a month. So he's like, wow. I just wasted four years of my life doing it myself. Wow, that is amazing, Max. And just like I said at the top of the show, sometimes what you think you're doing, you're saving money, when actually you're wasting your valuable time in being more productive. So, um, and, and maybe that production is also is about quality of life as well. He, he, was, he was really cutting his family short by doing that. That's a great story. Absolutely. And actually in the finance, uh, um, we have the term called opportunity cost. So what you can do in this time, even if you're great in doing bookkeeping and it takes you 10 hours per month, what if you spend this 10 hours doing cold calling or going to networking events trying to get new clients? How many clients can you get uh, spending extra 10 hours on business development. Let's say you get one extra client. I don't care what industry you're in, but you're talking about 12 new clients per year just because you outsource your bookkeeping. That should pay for your bookkeeping very, you know, like pretty much for all of it. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I, I love that. So, Max, we're down to the the end of the show here, and we're down to those final three questions. The first one is, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for the process? Well, uh, the first piece of advice would be to do a research, to understand uh, what the territory you want to uh, cover. Uh, bookkeeping, we actually give people flexibility. We're given a protected territory, but they can get clients anywhere in the United States. But you need to understand where you're going to put your flag, where you're going to have your even home office, but what, what's going to be your home. I mean, you can be living in Georgia, but open a business in North Carolina if that's where most of your uh clients and connections uh, uh, are. Then secondly, would be to go and find business advisors, somebody who can help you um, to write a business plan, to have an idea uh, what business to look for, which business to look for, uh, how to do it. I believe you have to start any business, even if it's small, very 
promotes a business plan. And again, it doesn't have to be a very big 70 pages business plan, but it can be just one page bullet point. Hey, that's how I see my business. That's what I'm going to be doing to get there. And, you know, your uh, financials, your budget, where you want to be in a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. Without this clear picture, I don't think people are ready to buy a business or start a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. There is a lot of research involved. One thing I realized I had not asked you earlier, Max, is what are the size of the territories that you award? Um, so the way we are doing it, we um, guarantee every franchisee 500,000 uh, population in this area uh, per more latest U.S. census. Uh, what that means, for example, we are located in Las Vegas, Nevada, but I, when I moved to the United States from Russia, as you can probably say from my accent 28 years ago, I've, I came with my family to San Diego, California. So San Diego County has 3.2 million people. That means that we only can sell six bookkeeping franchises in San Diego. That, that's all. Mm. Mm. But uh, somebody who buys a franchise in, let's say, downtown San Diego can absolutely get their clients from the North County, from South, from Los Angeles, from San Francisco, or from another state because we do not limit that. But they're going to be called uh, Bookskeeping Downtown San Diego, and they will have their flag here in their location. But, again, they can get clients anywhere. We're doing protective territory so people can rest assured we're not going to be selling 25 franchises of bookkeeping in San Diego, and it's going to be on every corner like they do in some other cases. Yes, and I've seen that happen, Max, where they have uh, flooded the market with a franchise brand, and nobody benefits from that. Everyone suffers from that. Absolutely. It actually happens uh, all over the place, and that's something we don't want to happen. And Linda, when we sell a franchise in San Diego, uh, automatically I'm as a franchisor going to move my focus from San Diego to another market because I don't want to have all the first five franchises in uh, in San Diego. I want them to be spread around uh, the country. Mm-hmm. Yes, most definitely. Um, next question here, Max, is, what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? Well, uh, actually, they are opposite of each other, but I think they're most important. You have to know how to follow the rules because, you know, if you're a franchisee, by definition, you're going to have some sets, rules, policies, and procedures that you have to follow. But at the same time, you have to be uh, innovative because right now, bookkeeping, for example, is an emerging uh, brand. So mm-hmm. we are looking for franchisees that we can grow the brand with together. So I want to listen to their ideas. I want to be part. I want them to tell me, "Hey, let's try this. Let's try this." And after we discuss it and do some research, maybe that's the way to do it. You know, as they say. In Russia, two hats are better than one, so uh, three is actually even more better, and I would love to get their ideas. So in my opinion, the 
franchisees would have to be both innovative and know how to follow the rules. Most definitely. And so, folks, just to clarify what Max is saying here is um, there's not a lot of flexibility when it comes in actually comes to actually delivering the bookkeeping service. It is bookkeeping. It is what it is. However, there is flexibility in how you market it, in, in your approach, what works. And working with an emerging brand, just like Max said, he, he wants to be open to listening to those ideas because people coming in from different industries may have ideas that maybe Max hadn't thought of. So that's one of the great advantages of working with an emerging brand. I appreciate you saying that, Max, because that's really important for a lot of people to know that uh, not only are they buying into a brand, but that their voice and their ideas could be heard. Absolutely. And I do understand that getting into emerging brand has its risks. And to reward people for being so-called early adapters, for the first franchisees that sign with bookkeeping, we are offering 50% discount in franchise fee, which is ultimately $15,000, $14,995 in franchise fees for the first four franchisees that are signing with our brand. And wow. that's a huge discount. It's very deep, but I knew that doing it from the beginning because the first four people are going to be with me all the time. They're going to be on my advisory committee and we're going to be building this brand together. Yeah, that's, that's a huge incentive there. That's for sure, folks. If you're listening and you're looking for uh, an opportunity that has a low initial investment, you might want to look at this one. So Max, the last um, question here is what does the future of franchising look like? Well, I want to hope that the future of franchising is bright and I, I'm sure we're going to win in this pandemic situation and going to go back to normal, even if it's going to be a new normal, but still it's, it's going to be all over uh, at some point, hopefully sooner than later. Um, I think people are going to be looking more and more for franchising opportunities because um, you know, when I started bookkeeping, it probably took me two to three years to figure out what the hell um, I was doing and mm-hmm. what I was looking for. Because again, there wasn't that much research and you read, you read different articles and people suggest to do this thing or to do that thing. And you don't know what's working for you until you actually try it. I don't right. want to say we've done it all, but we've done most of it. So definitely part of our 835 uh, brand uh, standard manual is that we suggest to do and things we absolutely say not to do. And uh, that came not from, because I said so, but it came with our research. And if somebody wants to talk about it, I definitely can tell them why uh, we're not suggesting to go this route. So I see franchising uh, growing and people looking for more and more opportunities uh, as time comes. Yeah, I would have to agree with you, especially when we see more and more industries, or just like yourself, more and more industries to embrace that uh, franchise business model. You know that it's there to stay, right? Absolutely. 
Yeah, very good. Max, we are at the end of the show here. I've totally enjoyed having you on the show. One more time, if someone is listening and they would like more information about the franchise opportunity for bookskeeping, where would they go? They would go to our website, bookskeepingfranchise.com, and bookskeeping is spelled B-O-O-X-K-E-E-P-I-N-G, or bookkeeping with an X, bookskeepingfranchise.com, or they can simply call us at toll-free number 855-935-2669. 855-935-2669. Wonderful. Thanks again, Max, for being on this show. I really enjoyed it. I look forward to staying connected with you guys. Absolutely. Thank you very much for the opportunity, Linda. Great talking to you. Same here. So, folks, as I've said, I, I love bringing you franchise opportunities that are different. So bookskeeping is a great opportunity to provide a service, professional service category. Uh, and there are so many small businesses that are really, like Max had said, are really looking to um, reduce their expenses. And one of the first places that most companies look at they look at headcount. They look at FTEs, full-time employees. So this is an area that many small businesses are going to be scaling back, and that gives open opportunity for bookskeeping franchisees to step in. As always, I'm leaving you with a quote. This is actually a quote by Tillman Fratita. He is a billionaire businessman. He is chairman and CEO of Landry's Restaurant. So a quote by a billionaire businessman. You want to perk your ears up and listen to this. Don't ever let your business get ahead of the financial side of your business. Accounting, accounting, accounting. Know your numbers. The best way to do that is to have someone who's experienced to take care of your numbers. If you are a marketing person, don't think you can get it all, do it all. It's okay. That's why companies like Bookskeeping is doing so well. Folks, thanks again for being with me on All Things Franchising, and I'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.